What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Today is going to be really, really interesting because we're going to speak with some people who were involved in the movie called Shang-Chi. Yes, hottest movie in the world right now for the past three weeks in Malaysia. Let's go. So yeah, we got Ryan back in the show. What up? What's up? I'm back. Yeah, you're back after a long while. Two weeks ago, we yeah, actually, two weeks, huh? Two weeks ago, we went to watch uh, Shang Chi, and uh, yeah, we were probably one of the last in the whole world to watch it because you know, <laughs> um, COVID. Yeah, but, but I'm honestly I'm so glad that we could go, we can go back to the cinemas. Like you have no idea how happy I was to be able to walk in that cinema hall and sit down and watch a movie and not do anything else. Okay. Your life is very sad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey man, the the movies mean a lot to me. So yeah, <laughs> but I think like even more so. Uh, I think when we watched the movie, I had like some sort of a uh, feeling of like, man, I'm proud to watch this. Number one, we have yeah. a few. We have a few Malaysians that are on screen. But not only that, though. Take the Malaysians uh, out of the equation. It's like it's so amazing to watch a Marvel film with an all Asian cast. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and and like the first twenty minutes of this Marvel film is all in Mandarin. I'm like, wow, this. Yes, something. exactly. I, it blew my mind. Like, are they really going twenty minutes without a single word of English? And it it's just it feels great, like you know. Yeah, it's not like represented. Some Hollywood movies where you know people say we we are in China, and then when the emperor speaks. Hello, <laughs> yeah. welcome to my dynasty. Everything was just so genuine, so authentic, and and that's why I think you know a lot of people around the world, particularly Asia, could really, really like you know relate to the show really, and stuff yeah. like that. But uh, backtrack before we bring our guest on today. So when we finished the show, everybody was on a high. Went for dinner, and then you know, uh, we came back. Everybody was still talking about it in chat groups and stuff like that. And then Ryan sent a, it was you, right? You sent a link yeah. to uh, a video that uh, you know you guys watch all the time. Uh, it's Corridor Digital, and uh, what they do is they kind of break down the vi- visual effects uh, of every film. You know, it's like a commentary film where they break down yeah, all the visual like effects. Like a review. So I yeah. clicked on it and I watched it. They were talking about Shang Chi, and all of a sudden. <laughs> I know this guy. I know this guy. What a small world. What a small world. And we have him on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Let's introduce Young Lee. Let's go. Oh man, I love that that you got the applause. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we got we got Young on the show, and uh, okay, I'm not gonna lie. When I when I saw when I saw how uh, Corridor Digital has worked with you, or talked to you, or have you on their show. And I was like, I know this guy, I know this guy. I had burgers with him like 10 years ago. And, you know, uh, f- the thing is, I, I am aware of the fact that you have been working, uh, you know, with a few Hollywood films. But for the benefit of our listeners and, you know, for the people watching, could you please explain what it is you do? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm an action designer in film sets. So as an action designer, I'm part of the stunt team. And we're basically the filmmakers of the stunt department. So we figure out the storytelling aspect of how to shoot, edit, and tell the story of the action sequence before we go to shoot it. And we work with the director's vision um, to build that sequence so that when we go to shoot on the day, we're not guessing, oh, what angle do we want to do this from or where's the cutting point going to be? We know everything that we want to do, breaking down what we need to 
to build that sequence in because it's you know in, in TV, it's very run and gun. You know, you shoot four camera, get coverage, shoot a master shot, and then you just cut it and figure it out after. But it's hard to tell yeah, a very yeah. specific, strong story and put in the resources into each and the shots that you want to shine, you know. Um, so that's that's where we come in. That, and you did an amazing dude. Shang-Chi, okay, we watched Shang-Chi and I really loved the action sequences yeah. in the film. That I, bus fight scene. Yeah, I think it's oh, yeah. the first. It's it's the first time I would probably say that a Hollywood movie, uh, let alone I mean it's a Hollywood movie number one, and also a Marvel movie that got an Asian uh, action sequence right. If I dare say that, because you know we've watched yeah. a lot of films, and, and you know, yeah. every time when it's come, when it comes to fighting with uh with like you know Asians, you know they'd be like oh you know this that ho oh, oh, I made a lot of noise, but this one, I was like. Whoa! Yeah, you, you know what's crazy is the last time that happened was on the Matrix, the first Matrix. Oh, yes, 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 yes. They had Yan Wu Ping choreograph, and so it, interestingly enough, our director of photography was Bill Pope, who was the guy who did the first Matrix. Oh wow! So, wow. so they, it's really cool that he, you know, he we have him on it, and we we had a, a really big international stunt team from people from china uh australia like the states is everywhere really uh, argentina um and it, it's so cool to be able to uh have like this universal perspective in, in filmmaking that's, that's uh, on insane. the team that's insane. I, I know ryan has a lot of questions to ask. oh yeah <laughs> i'm gonna uh, let love, ryan go <laughs> yeah because so, <clears throat> yeah oh, so your, I, your I, job sorry go ahead yeah. No, no, no. Go on, go on. So your job is to kind of like previs the whole fight and and kind of work yeah. with the choreographer and the director as well. Yeah, it's it's previs slash stunt stunt viz would be the appropriate name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but previs also, I mean, yeah, and we work with the visual effects department. It's a very very collaborative role. Like we really get to work with everybody involved. Um, and uh, it, it's it's pretty. Yeah, it's there's and. Our team specifically never has the, the Brad Allen stunt team has never mm-hmm. uh, given anyone choreographer credit, sole choreographer credit, because everybody contributes to choreography. Like we have a, a gazillion talented stunt performers on the team, and a lot of what they contribute also ends up on the screen as well. Oh wow! Yeah, like we have That's we great. have like physical geniuses on board. So um, you guys kind of just like play around. And try and figure yeah, out what, what it's sticks. A huge, it's a huge collaboration. We all lean on each other's expertise. It's a very much a team effort. Um, you know, it's a top down from the vision of the director, who's Destin, and then also our second unit director, Brad Allen, who is also our our, our leader in the team. Um, uh, yeah, so we'll get like a okay. Let's we need some. So for example, bus scene. Let's we. This has to be inspired by like speed, but at the same time, mm. old school Jackie Chan, but at the same time, like paying homage to like every kind of traditional martial art, martyr, like uh, Donnie Yen, you know, mm-hmm. some classic like Jet Li. And, uh, but all at the same time, not imitating them, but yeah. also being original and creating a new character who is Shang-Chi, right? We're not, we're, we're get, trying to pay homage and not imitate because right. then it feels cheap if it's just, purely an imitation uh and yeah like you know there's one one big one that destin wanted he wanted to pay homage to old boy 
Oh yeah. That's why we have that long, the long shot at the end. It's like the the bus sequence is broken up into three acts, mm-hmm. and it's it's in the third act. The moment we get into the third act of the bus action sequence, that's that's when the old boy shot comes on that long shot in the tunnel where yeah. we hold the shot and go all the way through and it's great you know it, it, it's so so great that um we get to do those kinds of things and tell those kinds of stories because we we want there's so much in hong kong cinema and chinese cinema especially in the action front that they're just so good at telling those kinds of films that it's strange that it's never really been like no one's really taken from it you know what i mean mm-hmm. not enough yeah. people there have been there have been films to be fair um but especially like big blockbuster films it's very rarely you know respected or or looked worthy of of even trying to uh recreate you know as right. your own and yeah I, the thing for me like i think i mean we're all artists in this industry and the the greatest thing you can do is is steal like an artist oh yeah because we're all <laughs> We're, we're all inspired by other things all the time. Mm-hmm. No real thing is actually original. It's what you take and then recreate into your own is, is, is art, you know? Right. Yeah. I truly, yeah. I truly believe that. But, I, that, <laughs> dude, um, I, I, you've, okay, I, I just want to rewind back to, uh, I know, like, okay, first things first, before we rewind all the way back, before how I met you, how did it, Happen, you know, how did this whole Shang-Chi uh, gig happen for you? And, you know, who, who got in touch with you? you know, how did you get involved? Uh, yeah, I, I'm just, I mean, I'm just part of the Brad Allen stunt, the core Brad Allen stunt team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, rest his soul. He passed away this year. Yeah. Uh, he's, he was, you know, really mentored me all throughout since the beginning. He's the guy who picked me up. So I never really had to ever look for anything. He just, hey, do you want to do Shang-Chi? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Wow. You know, and that's as simple as that. I mean, I, I work towards getting part of the core team, but like, you know, it, it's sort of, and that's the, the thing that I, I think that's different that people outside of the industry have a misconception about. It's not like, uh, like corporate office type work. You're not applying mm-hmm. for a job, doing an interview per se with a lot of these kinds of niche, um, jobs, uh, you're you're building relationships. You're mm-hmm. proving your skills consistently, pr- proving that you know what you're doing and that you can make fire stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, and but from that consistency and from building your reputation of just doing good work, um, that's what's going to get you those jobs. That's what's going to get you into these big projects. It's never it's never applying for the job. Yeah. You know, people mm-hmm. need to see your name. People need to hear other people talking about you that that's all really really important yeah it's it's and trust, it's, trust it's, it's more of like proof of work and, and really proving whatever you're trying to put on the table and I, like for me it's like i think almost about oh man we're gonna go way back uh almost like nine years ago almost 10 years ago where i saw you know a few videos that was produced by you on your youtube channel called gag attack and i was like whoa oh this is a <laughs> <laughs> The memories is bringing back. (laughs) Yeah, but that's how it was, dude. I was introduced to your videos, I think, by your brother, and then um, and 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 I was like, oh wow, okay, your brother did music, but you know, when your brother told me, he's like, hey, my brother does some sick stuff, and I'm like, when I saw your videos, I was like, oh wow, this is this is cool, and for me, it was like. (laughs) 
oh, do you think I can work with him? And then again, oh, no, he's not in Malaysia. I'm like, okay, never mind, fine. <laughs> uh, you know, all the, the, all, the, uh, you know, all the fight scenes and the fight sequences. And, and for me, is I've seen videos that you've done with uh, you know, a big collaborations. You know, there was one video I saw that you did with Ford and all the visual effects that you did. And for me, it was like, wow, this guy's a genius. And that's what your brother told me. That's what your brother told me as well. Yeah, my brother's a real genius. Sometimes I'm downright jealous that he can do what he do, do, do what he does. And then next thing you know, uh, you were working on Hollywood films, and I'm like, yeah. I was like, yeah, yep. This, yeah, he's a genius. So uh, I nah. think you worked on Kingsman. Yeah, I worked on the Kingsman two and the recent one that's coming out in December, the Kingsman. Yeah, it's like a prequel. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for people to see that one. That one's gonna be good yeah um and then i did so i did kingsman 2 it was crazy because like I, I was gonna go on to wonder woman and then some things happened and then i ended up going on to kingsman 2 brad mm-hmm. left wonder woman for kingsman 2 and and so i showed up i was supposed to be there for like a month or something and mm-hmm. then what was supposed to be a month ended up being three years oh my god wow, yeah. wow. i went from like Kingsman 2 well no there's a year in between but I did Kingsman 2 and right after Kingsman 2 I was like uh, I did uh, a little bit of Rogue One but I didn't get a credit on that and then I did uh, Solo Mm -hmm. and then Mm. uh, the Star Wars movie and then um, from Solo then I went into I took a break and then I did the Kingsman and after the Kingsman which went straight into uh, Shang-Chi Oh wow! And Shang Chi, okay. and the crazy thing is, both Solo and Shang Chi were projects that I worked on for over a year each. Oh wow! A lot of people tend to always think that you know, uh, filmmaking. Ah, it's okay. You know, you guys just go there, do your thing, and we'll capture everything. Everybody doesn't realize the complexity the in planning, of time, <laughs> work that goes into it. Also, like, yeah, it's also like with the you know Asian families, you know, especially like Malaysians. So, my dad to this day, my dad to this day still doesn't. Uh, like quite understand what because I'm, I'm from malaysia too so like you know i, I love her let me let me read he just he, i love that his he just commented on on my on my facebook thing and he's like wow you you look you you have the look of a director or artist <laughs> he's like i am an artist that's what i've been doing for like 12 years of my life like oh, he, he, he just is like oh wow you look like you know what you're doing but i'm <laughs> I, Do you really don't know, know what you're doing? Very typical Asian. It, yeah, he, he has oh, an idea, man. kind of an idea. He, you know, it's like back home. Uh, hey, my son, uh, he does a little bit of animation. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's just, I, I'm just on computer or whatever. Oh, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, oh, hey, when you cut, when you get home, uh, I have uh, someone you should meet. And it's like, um, some oh, like, man. my Malaysian accent so sucks. But like, <laughs> like, it's like, it's like a, someone else who shoots videos. And it's like, yeah, meet my friend. He, he shoots wedding videos <laughs> <laughs> and i love it though like it's so like malaysian parents like they really want to do yeah even if it's mis- misguided they always want to like do the best they can for their kids you, yeah you guys know. yeah exactly it's like <laughs> oh no don't worry i know you're doing a hollywood film but this guy wedding film he make more money <laughs> <laughs> you do it one year he do it every week <laughs> oh, yeah yeah yeah, it's so funny. But then, but then they always like for the longest time it was like, hey, I don't think, uh, you know, like maybe this isn't gonna work out. Uh, what, what, you know, look for like some, some like why don't you get like a, some job and then do this on the side? Wow. You know? Yeah. And then, uh, 
But then, the, you know, the, I got a, I got the Jackie Chan stunt team jacket from Jackie Chan. He gave it to me. Uh, I had dinner with him because of Brad. And then oh, wow. I gave that jacket. It's like a super warm jacket. So I gave it to my dad. And my dad's been like the whole time all his friends like always – when I used to like work at home in the basement, they'll, they'll be like, hey, your son, huh? is he doing any job or not? I <laughs> <laughs> was always like, <laughs> wonder what, what what the hell am I doing? And then so now like he'll wear the Jack, the Jackie Chan, Jack, hey, you know my son, huh? Jackie Chan gave him this Jackie Chan. Oh my <laughs> God. Always like, you know, you so, go. so like, like that's the, that's the, so typical Malaysian parents. Yeah, it's <laughs> like the icon of his era. I have yeah. one, I have a piece of him and right now I'm going to ride on it for as long as I can. And yup, and whatever, but to whatever extent he does not understand, it doesn't matter because you know why? It's my son that got me this jacket <laughs> and he knows my son. But, <laughs> but, that is ah, oh, that is amazing though. It's to the the feel. The thing is, a lot of people, don't, a lot of Malaysians, don't realize that we have a lot of talented people in yeah. our country that has worked yeah. on such huge things, mm-hmm. and just most of the time, you know, we always just go unnoticed. Yeah, it's so strange because like uh, there are a lot of very talented Malaysians, but the parents whose kids want to get into like arts, they're like, yeah, how can what chance you have one? Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, what you know, like, what kind of what chance do you have? Like, but there's so many talented Malay people from Malaysia working in the industry, doing so well. Oh, you know, I, I know I did a lot of Malaysians in. I, I assume you're in LA. No, I worked. No. I worked. Uh, no, I'm. I'm kind of all over, all over the world right now oh, I'm in okay. LA. Like uh, in general, I'm just everywhere. But like even on our film, like aside from, um, uh, Ron, Ronnie, Ronnie Chan, who's yeah. also great, um, and Michelle, who was also mm-hmm. amazing. Um, like we, I have. There was another. There's like a camera assist. Um, my coworker, she was also from Malaysia as well. Oh. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah, and it's, it was like, oh shit, it's surprising. It's always cool. Like you always see, like, there's just tons of Malaysians everywhere. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and it's it doesn't have to be. It's so strange. It's even if you see it, you don't necessarily believe it in your head, or that you that your your kid could could do it. You know, it's so strange. Yeah, and I think that's what really like like got to me is like not only am I seeing Malaysians on screen. Like behind the camera, I yeah. I know that there there are people, there are Malaysians working on it, and and it kind of like gives me hope and and it kind of motivates me and it's like you know what you know one day we could probably do this it's, it's not outside the realm of possibilities no. you know to to not work on something like that one day not at all but i never would have guessed like i never had any intentions of being a filmmaker and like it kind of i kind of fell into the industry how, how do you how do you get in, into into this um, especially into action designing yeah so like i started uh doing youtube videos mm-hmm. of course because I saw, I, I was working in a, like, I never went to film school, actually. So I, I quit my job, uh, like a, my office job. And I was like, I was just, you know, I was like 24 around. Everyone's like, you know, working. And I, I just, the nine to five, I couldn't do. I, I just felt like, you know, it was, it was so soul sucking. <laughs> I just did not, I did not imagine, like, we worked so hard. We went, did so much school, did the undergrad, and then working all that for this it's like really and so i i quit my i yeah i tried it for six months and i just quit i saved up some money um and then i saw people doing um making a living on youtube i saw that people were making money off doing youtube i was like shit if if these people can do it 
I guess I could. <laughs> I could try. It, it's so it's so funny that you mentioned that because you know uh, I was working for a corporation as well, and I saw people doing that. I think like one of the main people or one of the most common people that we saw that made money on YouTube was Wang Fu, and uh, and right, and you had that bit, and, and you have that notion in my head. It's like, hey, if they can make money, I I could try too. And then you yeah, know, they're... yeah. Sorry, yeah, go go on, go on. I don't know. They were the totally they were pioneers paving the way, and like um. And yeah, I just, uh, so, you know, I didn't have any direction. I did everything. I tried a vlog. I tried comedy skits that were all terrible, by the way. <laughs> and then it wasn't until I, I, I tried a, a small, like, fight scene between my, my two friends. Like, none of us were, like, professionals or did any of this or studied it. Um, and uh, th- that was, like, the first thing I did that started getting some views. And I was like, oh, whoa. I got, like, I think, like, 2000 views at that time for me it was a lot like <laughs> starting from nothing you know when you're getting yeah. like 20 30 40 views so i go like whoa this was crazy and then um yeah i, t- I taught myself uh all the tutorials of like premiere and after effects i like basically i did it the way i studied the same way as i did exams uh in that i was able to without looking back at the notes yep. or the mm-hmm. tutorials i could recreate everything with, and just without it's just well, I didn't have to think about it it just became mm-hmm. secondhand nature it's so and I spent a lot like that, that for the first I think six months of the journey that was majority of, of my like um, time spent was learning how to shoot learning how to edit and learning how to do visual effects uh, like non-stop and how to do it without having to refer to anything else and just so it's just pure creativity like just drawing with the hand and then uh i started to like reach like a bottleneck i felt like i i couldn't um i needed to get better at doing actual stunts choreography and action stuff so i i got uh, with a group of stunt perform like actual stunt performers mm-hmm. in toronto and i trained with them they're they're great um and uh, and that's when things started to change. And I got my first viral video. It was like, I got, I think, a million views. Or like, I think through, at that time, like within a week, it was like three, 400K. And I got so like a lot of money out of that. And I was like, what? I can, this is great. It's going really well. <laughs> so it, was, like, it took about six months. It took about six months to get my first like viral. And that's a lot of views at that time, at the, like 2010, mm-hmm. you know, or 2011. I, and yeah, within that time, so within about a year, I got... Um, these stunt guys that I trained with introduced me to Brad Allen and I had no interest in, in like doing film, but they're like, you gotta meet Brad. I didn't know who he was. And then Mm -hmm. I meet him. He like, can you do this, this and that in my head? I'm like, no, but I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was like doing a fight scene, uh, like put in some like CG water and like make people look bigger than they are and all that stuff. And, um, and uh, yeah, I just and then he as I leave, he's like, "Oh, you want to see pictures of this film, this this concept, the concept art?" And it's like freaking Pacific Rim, and I was like, "Oh!" This whole time I thought it was some like low budget indie movie, and and I didn't really care. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh shit!" And then I'm like, "Shit!" I, now I have to figure out all this shit that, that he had. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like literally stayed up 24-7 to figure all that out. I got no sleep. I had no laptop at the time. I literally brought my whole Mac tower. I hate Macs, by the way. But uh, I brought the <laughs> Mac tower, and I put it in into the, the stunt stage and like just 
you know, hashed it out over like the course of two, two, three days. Oh, and wow. then he paid me a bunch of money. I was like, well, that's a lot of money. I was like, shit, I didn't even expect to get paid. Thoroughly <laughs> by my work. And he offered me then and there, do you want to travel the world and work on action design for Hollywood movies? And I was like, wow. no. <laughs> what? Ew. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, I'm good. Um, I'm happy doing YouTube. I get to be my own boss. But I really, I learned so much working with him mm-hmm. uh, about like how to shoot an action sequence. Uh, you know, how to get a rhythm of an action sequence. And it was just the start for me. And um, yeah, but I so I said like, hey, if you have any like small gigs here and there, like I can just help you online. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to to do that because I, I want to keep learning more so I did every year he'd give me something and over the course of three years I got sick of YouTube there's like I, I got so like it's for me it was to do like action stuff I got there's like a very clear like bottleneck that you can't there's or like hard cap that you can't go past unless you get budgets you yeah know? that's yeah. right and I did get some small some budgeted stuff but it was all small scale and so I emailed Brad and oh by the way Brad Allen used to be this Jackie Chan stunt team leader so before he's in like yeah. uh, all a lot of the um, uh, old school like classic Jackie Chan movies and they're so good um, so yeah I emailed Brad three years later he was doing he was just starting Ant-Man at that time. Oh, wow. Um, okay. But he, he didn't because he was, he's good pals with Edgar Wright. And so, but Edgar left the project. But anyway, oh, yeah, so yeah. I emailed him and I was like, hey, you know, is that offer you gave me like three years ago still? still. <laughs> 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 and he's, he's like, yeah, yes, it is. Please come out. Let's, let's do some. And so we did like over the course of two years, we did some smaller I was on like helping out on like some smaller things just to like build that relationship more, build that trust. And then he was always, you know, thoroughly impressed by my work. Um, and he, I never, luckily, I didn't let him down ever. Um, so then, yeah, then then came the the Kingsman two thing, and that was oh, like, wow. that was that. And then after that, it was just a constant being together with him over the like next seven years and he really uh took me under his wing like he really mentored me taught me the way the industry works he, he the his way of teaching though i swear is is like yeah i'm gonna throw you to the deep end and and you gotta learn how to swim. <laughs> oh, wow. it's like you're gonna drown or you're gonna survive <laughs> yeah 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 i guess that's you know? just the, I, I guess that's just the best way sometimes to really have that person really get his hands dirty and just yeah. learn because yeah. like if they're just gonna go through like stages and stages and stages they'll be like you know oh okay i'm used to this now what's the next challenge you know yeah, when you throw them to the deep end they have to problem solve themselves yeah and that's the thing this industry is a lot of it is is um it's a hard industry to be in you need really thick skin to work uh, on these kinds of movies wow. and um and i think that's what you really need to learn you definitely can't do it without thick skin you'll fall apart (laughs) very 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 quickly and they're long days that you're working so um but yeah on kingsman 2 i got to design the uh the diner sequence that oh uh, nice i did that i I did the first pass and then i did um the second pass with it my buddy uh, chris cowan came on board and we worked on that one together um so that was really cool one of the most nerve-wracking things because so like when so in pre-production basically i i i'm an action designer i help design the action sequences um so we build the stunt viz but then once we go to um 
uh, shooting in production, I become uh, the on-set editor. Oh, my job mm. sort of shifts. So I'm there beside Brad because Brad's second unit directing um, a lot of action sequences. I'm there with him cutting this action sequence as we shoot it. Oh wow! Like instantly, and I build all the assets of all like the temp VFX stuff in the pre-production. So I just lay it all into the shot instantly. So like literally before there, the shot is. By the time we've 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 got the shot, I'll and we yell cut. I'll have the shot cut into the sequence with the visual effects already in there. Oh wow! Like the the, the temp VFX, yeah. So. That's like I learned to work really fast. Like that's why it was so important building the the foundation of the skill set to like work without having to look or refer to anything and just do it as fast as I can mm. and have a really really powerful computer to do it. Um, so yeah, that that was that was and also doing YouTube videos all the time. Like you learn how to work fast with yeah. every little. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So that's that's the thing that I think helped a lot. But the most nerve wracking thing was when when like our first first week on set. Um, I noticed something on the monitor. I was like, oh, yeah, it'd be so much cooler if Taryn did the move like this. And then Brad would look at me and he's like, yeah, okay, you go tell him. Go! Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, you go tell him. And so, like, okay, so I like going, approaching Taryn and like talking to cast was one of the most nerve wracking things, I think, to get used to. Uh, at the at the start, and I was so shy about it. I, I was like trying to be so nice. Hey, hey, Taryn, uh, you don't know me. I'm like nobody, but you, <laughs> you <know? laughs> can, you, can you do that? <laughs> and I always use Brad. I'm like the, the the beginning, I always leaned on Brad. I was like, you know, Brad. <laughs> Just in case, I was like, you know, thinks you should do it more like this. <laughs> and because I, I like I was trying to be so nice, he's like, mate, like. Get to the point. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> so I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> like, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" Okay. So, so I, it was like a really, really like that was a hard thing to get used to at first, like overcoming like talking to cast right. and um, just being straightforward and not being like you can't be you can't be. Not, it's not about being nice, but just don't beat around the bush. Just get yeah. to the point. Maybe. Yeah. So that was that was the the first time that was and like it's funny because like every our team everybody has calm so everybody can hear what's happening on our team <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> that's what i mean he really throws you in the deep end but honestly it builds the toughness you know and, and you learn the, the lessons very very quickly you don't right. there's no like there's not a lot of hand holding I, I have to say mm. oh if you make yeah. a mistake you gotta you gotta you 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 get the consequences of that mistake and, and then you learn very quickly because of that it's like boxing like the best way to learn how to box is actually get punched in the face and then you learn <laughs> yeah and, and, you know so, so that yeah. that was a really really cool journey um and then I, I, as i went on i built really good relationships with the the editors and the visual effects department um of the, each of the films and that really helped a lot it was really fun to collaborate with those departments because that's like kind of more my specialty in the action design is is on the editing and the visual effects side of things mm -hmm. right um, and it's like like i said it's a team effort like it was not just me on the kingsman films um as an action designer my my pal chris callan he's the one who's shooting a lot of our visits mm -hmm. um i shoot sometimes but i'm, I'm not that good <laughs> but uh yeah so he, he on the day he becomes so he's not just shooting the stunt viz 
but he's also sh- the cameraman on the day as well shooting oh okay so okay. that's why if you if you if you see like our vises are shot for shot a lot of times exactly the same as what you see in the film oh yeah. wow that's... so does that does that mean like you guys don't have that much room to improvise on set because like you guys are, are sticking so close to so, the previous uh, with action you don't you generally don't ever want to improvise, improvise. Action oh, okay because like you have lives on the line <laughs> like uh... there's a lot of dangerous stunts going on there's very complicated complex things happening mm-hmm. let, uh, you want like so for example um let's say you're doing a, a, a wire move where you're pulling somewhere. Someone has to fly and do this cool mm-hmm. flippy turn um, somersault on this, uh, you know, and let's say you want, or maybe they don't, they didn't do the flip or the turn. And let's say you say, Oh, I want to, I want him to do a flippy twist. But the mm-hmm. way that the line is set up on him um, on the last minute, now we're going to have to, we've prepped for this. If now we have to adjust the, the line to wrap around the person and, that could end up by choking them on the day. Oh. If we just go for the shot, just improvise and try to just, you can't do it with, with things like that. With like smaller things, like, you know, where it's just no lines or big setups, then you, you can. But most yeah. of the time in film, with those big stunts, like you're locked into that um, performance or that. That's why we spend so much time in prep, like six months, you know, wow. in prep, uh, making every, like we basically shoot every single action sequence before we go to shoot it on the day um, yeah so and roughly each sequence to get your first pass takes about two weeks to design and, and shoot and have a final product uh, because there's a lot of action sequences in a lot of the movies that we do so it's usually that um so i'm a little all over the place right now it's fine but so that i just want to ask that shang chi bus scene that that's that's honestly yeah. my favorite uh, action scene in the movie like how long did that take before you guys started shooting like uh, how that long was the was hardest, that process yeah that was the hardest sequence yeah. to nail um literally everyone on our team was contributed to that sequence which is also i think why it turned out to be so incredible mm-hmm. um we had like three choreographers uh, every single action designer contributed to this one wow. um and uh all the we had so many different key performers but yeah this one took like I would say about a, a, almost the whole time, like a, almost a year. I, I was like, from like a year, of, like a long time from the beginning of pre-production all the way to like near the end of the shoot. We were constantly working on it. Oh um, wow! It was, it was a hard one to to get. <sighs> yeah, um, yeah. There were there was a lot of work. I mean, it was it was nailing like what the balance there was a lot of it was balanced for this and pacing there's a lot happening in the sequence mm. it was a long sequence when we first designed it and then we had to cut down and focus on what was important um there there's so many i like one of the things i like to say i've said it in interviews before but like like story is everything and i'm so glad yeah. we had someone like dustin oversee the story and that's the thing that i think with action design you learn working with the director so much is how to tell the story through action. We're not right. doing choreography for choreography's sake. We're trying to tell mm. a story in every shot and the story is everything, you know? Um, so, um, for example, one of the moments where you'll see like, Simu will do like a parkour thing to get from point A to point B to the front yeah. of the bus. Um, that was 
originally in our stunt phase, we uh, stunt viz, we didn't have uh, Shang Chi control take over to control the bus, and Dustin was like, well, if the moment the the bus traffic goes down, it makes the most sense that he would go because in our stunt phase we had Katie mm-hmm. go for the, but um, for for Destiny, he's like, no, I want I want Shang Chi to take control of the bus, and that's what cre- that determined. The choreography, that parkour move, the story of getting there, without mm. the story of saying, I think he's like Shang Chi needs to take control of the bus, then we would that that move wouldn't have never been in, created. Um, so it's things like that. Um, the other another big thing that in all of our original passes, Katie didn't get um, hit by that goon at the start. Right. Okay. Uh, in our first few passes, um, it was, um, it was like uh, they they held him and they're like, I, I don't want trouble, and it just kind of escalated to a fight. Mm-hmm. But it never felt justified. Yeah. Um, and that the moment I can't even remember how it came into the discussion. Now it's been a while, guys. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I just remember there was. We had uh, Joseph Lay, one of our action designers, storyboard uh, part of the goon shoving Katie's face. And um, yeah, when that happened, that finally gave strong, very, very strong motive for yeah. Shang-Chi to break out and fight. And that, that was, that's what created um, the, the, that one-inch punch move was yeah. because it's like, oh, well, now we have a very valid reason. And it, before, it's like, you know, what what strong reason do you have to like attack a guy so hard? You know, yeah. And, and this is this is the story piece that makes that more justified, and it's so much more satisfying to see the guy go down after you've seen him like shove. Yeah, shove her face. By it's the way, amaz- it's amazing. Know, yeah. Oh yeah. That, oh, sorry. That, no, she took it. Like that was not sped up. That shove. That she that that was she took it so hard that our performer fernando like literally like teased towards like the line what was too much for an actor and what was not enough like he was just on the line with that and mm. like props to both of them because it, it it made that 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 moment so much more tense yeah oh, wow. i remember that moment it was it was intense it was like it's as if like yeah. her neck just snapped Pow. yeah I yeah mean, that shit was, I was like <laughs> It's 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 so it's so crazy to hear that you know there's so much detail that goes into such like it's this attention to detail in order to basically bring in the action it's because everybody just believes that filmmaking is all about ah you know what this is just written in you know just you yeah, just yeah, execute no. just execute whatever is written on the script you know what I mean yeah, you, actually yeah. that's a very interesting point I want to ask, I wanted to ask because like I, the way I hear you describe it you guys are still discovering things in in the uh, in uh, the action yeah. design phase and all. So awesome. what was actually on the script? Was it just they fight in a bus and or like <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I think bus we fight begins. Script, we get like you get like uh, it's like painting, you know. We get broad strokes from yeah. the writing. The writing is really important because it sets up this. The most important thing that the writing does is set up the story and set up the place. So the story, like from the writing, we knew that these goons are after this medallion. Mm-hmm. This that gives us the story point, by the way. So that gives us a story point to put in the action design, where you see the shot where he, he, um, the goon tries to grab the medallion. There's like mm-hmm. a slow mo, small slow mo bit where you see the medallion in the air. So you see what the 
the goons are after instantly. Um, and we always knew the 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 brakes were gonna go out from the script, you know, on the mm-hmm. bus. That's how, and then the bus driver would get. Um, originally, the bus driver jumped out of the bus. <laughs> you got to like, I'm out. <laughs> no, we, we, I mean, the bus, we knew that the bus driver would be taken out of the context of the, the moment. And, uh, you know, there's like the guy with one big razor f- blade trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they would team up together to, like, uh, form some signal, and then the the car was gonna, the bus was gonna crash. Oh, so half the bus the bus would come off, mm-hmm. and then the bus would like f- go down this San Francisco hill and crash into a bunch of cars. Like so, that we knew from from the writing, and we knew there was gonna be some, but no like specific choreography mm. is like. Oh wow! So you guys kind of have like checkpoints and bits and pieces of the puzzle that you have to kind of link it together yeah yeah so we have a lot of interpretation and and pulling from from um from different sources like we always wanted like some sort of jackie chan homage and that's what the jacket move was so yeah the jacket move yes we have bruce lee at this at the top um and that that was uh you know the one inch punch and then we had um, the jacket move, which was actually like a combination of the three choreographers we had, Peng Zhang, Andy Cheng, and uh, Guillermo Grispo. Like, I edited each of their versions to make that version. Wow. Like, I kind of cut it, cut them all together. And that's the one thing, knowing, like, coming from a stunt background, like, you can interpret stunt moves better. And then, and then from that, then uh, Andy Chang looked at that and he's like, okay, let me re-choreograph it to make it all smoother now because obviously if you're chopping different shots from different things it's gonna not really match exactly so but that's a lot of what i the relationship that i have with the choreographers the fight coordinator sorry is is like i'll like try to if we need to cut down a scene i'll try to uh, cut down to the best hits and try to stitch all the moves together and then Mm -hmm. our our coordinators would then re-choreograph it to fit that edit it's it's really amazing to hear that there are actually so many people yeah. involved in just yeah. one particular shot or one particular uh you know scene and it's it's crazy dude and now yeah. that now like because we you know as a person that goes to the cinema and just watches it we just like oh whoa that's a cool move you know what i mean we don't go into detail we don't dive deep to what motivated that move and now that you're explaining it like you know frame by like almost like frame by frame or like instant yeah. by instant and because okay we we are filmmakers so we kind of understand so now that you tell me what the process is like i'd be like oh my god dude i i can understand why it took one year just to basically come up with the bus sequence and you know from start to finish that's really it's it like for us ryan we shoot a film in two weeks (laughs) (laughs) if i if i took a year to do anything jim would just kill me (laughs) where's my video why is it taking so long can you imagine instead of having two weeks you 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 working on it and having new versions every week of that for a year long and how different it so like that's the thing like when we do these things like um and it's interesting like every I, I I didn't like the idea at first because there's so many action designs. We had like Chris Cowan, Joseph Le, Vidan Tran, myself, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, oh, there's so many action designers, like oh, too many cooks. But actually, it worked incredibly well. Um, 
for the final product because you have in the whole journey you you have like and this is with the our fight coordinators too because they're very much a part of it and our stunt coordinators as mm-hmm. well um we had so many it was such a massive team that no one action sequence felt like the other right mm. you yeah know, that's one thing that i have to say that in hindsight like brad was really really smart in building that the team that that way um mm-hmm. and uh yeah it, it's just you know it, it, the process i've learned now is and this is this is a thing that in the film industry is becoming very common now but it's a process of reshooting and rewriting or rewriting reshooting con- like you know most films when they're green lit especially these big films the script is usually still in its rough stage and it's they're rewriting it same with tv right they're constantly mm-hmm. rewriting as they're going on and discovering new things especially when uh, you know cast members want to bring up things or you know and the director also gets an, a cool idea that he, he realizes like oh, this makes way more sense you know um there's a lot of that and that's a lot of our meetings are in, in you know uh in pre-production is discussing like oh what what could be better or what what changes this or like like something that Dustin thought was you know he wanted a specific uh note for this moment but then he decides uh maybe this is better um yeah all those things it's just it just it helps so much um yeah i think we had like choreography wise like at least i don't know like 50 versions of choreography for the oh wow 70 versions in terms of the the edit you know what i mean oh my god Uh, that's why and then (laughs) even after that uh the editors who did such a fantastic job on on the final um you know, for the film, they had their own passes too when they went to, into post. Oh wow! You know? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, but we we we, we're, we used you know we're really resourceful, you know, as much as we can um, for what we do to tell the story and to present to Destin to to give an accurate um, shot of what the shot would. Oh, sorry, an accurate look of what the shot would look like on the day. Like, I actually used uh, GTA Five. I comped <laughs> GTA Five. I drove on a bus and I did the the shooting, uh, the editor on GTA Five. And I, <laughs> I, I comped the the road and the, the 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 roads. And so there was the shot where like you see his Shang Chi's feet dragging on the road. Yeah. Like in our stunt viz, I like basically comped in GTA Five and matched the road. The angle, oh. So because oh the my, pretty good. it's the easiest way instead of having to put all the assets into a, like a 3d program like blender yeah or unreal and then do it that way like i was like fuck i can just do this in gta 5 it's just damn done <laughs> yeah there's a camera viewer you can go right to the side yeah, of the car right yeah. get that take that asset i put it into our, our stunt viz and bam we have like a very clear vision of what that's What's gonna, gonna happen be. That's, yeah. hilarious. Hey, That's hilarious. That's hilarious. It works, man. It works. It, it works, works. Yeah. It works. I remember, yeah. like one of our one of our uh, one of our team uh, members actually recreated one of the scenes that we shot all on GTA just for the heck of it. And they're like, hey, man, <laughs> GTA does a lot of yeah. stuff. Yeah. How was it? I, I saw I saw like uh, I think a couple of weeks ago I saw some videos that you posted that you were uh, working out uh, with uh, Simu and I think training him uh, with like choreography. Did, were you actually helping him with the choreography? Uh, I mean, it's very minimal. I mean, it's not really my forte, I would say, but mm-hmm. um, it's yeah. I, I I do I do help them with like performance of like oh like this is what you need to fix for your pose. 
Um, but yeah, like for fun, we'll, we'll train, uh, just show some exercises just so he can stay, he wants to stay sharp, you know? So we, and we're, we're good friends. So like, you know, when we're just out in the gym or just hanging out and like, let's do something. Okay. Let's do some choreo. Let's, uh, I'll put something together real quick and just do something. Nice. Fun. Did he do you a know? lot of his own stunts? He did a huge bulk of it. I mean, oh wow! obviously Marvel, he wanted to do all of it, but Marvel, I mean, they, they don't want, the worst thing that can happen on a film is your lead actor gets injured yeah. and then you're screwed. Then you can't, oh. literally everything has to stop. We stop. can't shoot. Yeah. So yeah, he wanted to do it all. <laughs> they, they're like, yeah, no. <laughs> I love, I love that, like the Ben, Sir Ben's part. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we 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 were uh, we were okay, so like uh, we so I met Stephen. I'm sure you know who Stephen Lim is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, we, yeah. yeah. So when we went, we went uh the L.A. Uh, Stephen brought us out for dinner once, and then he brought Simu along, and that's where we we met Simu yeah. for the first time. When but was this that? was like that was this was uh, about maybe 2018. 2018. Uh, 2018. Yeah. I'm not sure if he announced. I think he no. He hasn't announced no. the fact that he was. Uh, but there was the rumors flying around already. Yeah, there point. were ru- yeah. rumors flying around. But you know, it, it was. Uh, I think 2018 was uh, at the point of time where Kim's Convenience started getting really popular around the world, and uh, all of a sudden, when I landed back in Malaysia, they started uh, offering Kim's Convenience in Netflix Malaysia, and it'd be like, "Hey, hey, I'm watching you." You know what I mean? And then next thing you know, he's a Marvel superhero. It's like, dude. I had dinner with a Marvel. I was just Ryan and I were just talking. We had dinner with a Marvel superhero. What the heck? Yeah, it's probably not going to happen again. Though. And then when, and <laughs> then and then, shit. when we saw the video of Young uh, in like a corridor digital video saying that he worked at Shang Chi, I told Ryan, we had I had dinner with someone who worked on Shang Chi. <laughs> it's so crazy, like how you know everything is some sort of way in in a way related yeah, interconnected. and interconnected. Um, yeah. Totally. Yeah, interconnected. It's 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 amazing. It's to be honest, like to listen to how you uh, progressed from making YouTube videos to working on Hollywood films, and you know uh, being being uh, involved in your own films in YouTube, taking like two weeks to to kind of like, cut up a video and be happy about it, to working over one entire year just to perfect that one sequence that over people can enjoy. Fifty versions. Yeah, and in the cinema edits. What I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. It's just very inspiring to hear that you know that, you know you, you have come this far, and yeah. you know I would I would say that I think uh, in the filmmaking industry I'm I'm sure Ryan is probably like envious right now because yeah. he would love to <laughs> be in your shoes. I just, I could just say that you know what, dude. Oh. Good job, man. Good Make job, man. Make us proud. Yeah, you made us proud. It. I'm sure your dad will be proud right now. He's like he, he will take off the Jackie Chan jacket. He's not about, you know, he's more proud that I'm married. <laughs> he's, more, he's more proud of that. Yeah. Yeah, and he's probably gonna be even more proud once he becomes a grandfather, you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's <laughs> <laughs> Hello Jin, don't let the dad side of you come out, huh? It's All right, so right, I'm sorry. It's Yo, so funny. I, I, Young, you know what? I I like to thank you for uh, taking time off today for coming in the show and really telling us your story about how you know uh, everything, dude. It's not just about working on the film, but how you were a self-taught uh, filmmaker and artist. I had uh, a lot of mentors. <laughs> yeah, you had a lot of mentors, but you know, it's, yeah. it all started from there. And you know, um, I think what I could take away from this conversation is like at the end of the day, uh, 
number one, really, really like investing in yourself and going all out in what you believe in and what you really enjoy is one. And after that, you know, working with the right people and collaborating and staying really humble and always working with other, like working with people yeah. and getting their point of view and listening to them uh, will always make you a better person despite how how much of a, how, no, despite how great you think you are, I think there's always room for improvement. And yeah. if you give Absolutely. that opportunity to yourself, bigger things will happen. And I hope, uh, I hope one day, <clears throat> if I say so myself, <clears throat> I hope one day uh, Ryan and myself will be working with Young to, you know, produce an action, action sequence. I'm not great. sure when it will ever happen, but, you know, uh, I'm just going to set one it in stone dream. here first. One can dream. <laughs> one can dream. Yes. You know, nothing is impossible. Yeah. You know, like, anything we export today. When I started, I was like, I, I saw like guys like Freddie Wong making cool stuff, and I was like, yeah. man, it'd be cool to work with them. And I got to work with them. It's just like, you know, it's just, it's, it's just, it's just life. Just keep working. I think. Yeah. Just working at it and honing the craft. That's it, really. Right, right. Now uh, I know. Before we wrap this up, uh, Young, would you like to say anything to our audience that's listening right now? Yes, to my fellow Malaysians. What's up? <laughs> any any aspiring Malaysian, whether it's uh, into arts, entrepreneurship, or film, like don't listen to your parents. But <laughs> 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 no, it's really like believe in what you do. Don't let anyone else say otherwise. But you gotta work hard. It's not about networking. It's not about who you know. It's about being so damn. It's about being so damn good that they cannot ignore you, because that's the only way that someone in like you know in another country outside of hollywood is ever going to take notice of your work is when you're so good like they literally can't ignore you anymore mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's that's true that's really true if you're not gonna you know if, if no one's gonna give you an opportunity let your work do the talking yes <laughs> yeah yes that's it that's great great advice yeah, that's amazing advice. Young, thank you so much, man. Uh, thank you so much for joining Thanks us here for today. And for those of you listening, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, remember, you can stream us on uh, Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts as well. Ryan, before we go, you want to say anything? No, I'm I'm still kind of <laughs> in shock that, you know, we got to talk to someone who worked on Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, man. Anyways, you, no you know. how excited I am. <laughs> Yeah, this is the first time that Ryan's really quiet during a, during a Mamak session. Usually he'll be talking a lot. Yeah, but <laughs> Young, thank you so much for your time. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll speak to you guys next time. <laughs>